Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is July the 12th, 2023. It is Wednesday. It is the 14th Wednesday of Ordinary Time. Today's reading is from the gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanian and Judas Iscariot who betrayed Jesus. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Do not go into pagan territory, or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So today we have one of these foundational readings in regard to Jesus founding the church. He has recruited his 12 apostles, so we get a list of who they are, and he gives them their mission, which is his mission, which teaches us so much about the mission of the church. (laughs) Everybody wants the mission of the church to be all these different things, but Jesus tells us what it is right here, to drive out demons, to cure diseases and illnesses. This is what he tells them to do. He says, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. At least that's first where they go and proclaim the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So there's also a proclamation. There's teaching involved. But first there is prayer for healing and prayer to be rid of evil. And in this, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I want to talk a little bit today. I mean, there's so much there. There's so much there about the mission of the church, the true mission of the church. If we follow the true mission, see, first you have to be equipped to follow this mission. That means you have to have a relationship with Jesus. That means prayer. That means turning away from sin, some repentance. So we work on our relationships with Jesus We grow in the spirit. We grow in the fruits of the spirit, love and joy and peace and self-control and meekness and kindness and gentleness, generosity. We grow in the gifts of the spirit, wisdom, courage, piety, reverence, counsel. And then we're able to give this to others. We pray for people's healing and Jesus answers. We pray for deliverance from demons. We've already been doing this by our own conversion, getting rid of the devil. It's a conquering of one kingdom with another kingdom, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of God. So we conquer the evil one. We pray for healing. And then once we've got their attention, we tell them about Jesus. And then once we have a relationship with Jesus, we go deeper into the message. We talk about his will, his plans, his teachings, whether they be moral teachings, whether they be plans 
for our deeper sanctification and growth, a fuller transformation of my being first and then the people around me as I encourage them as well. And St. Paul gives us the ultimate model of this whole process. We read about his own conversion and then how he converts others and then that ongoing encouragement the way communities need to get along with each other in the Lord, pray with each other, pray for each other, exist in harmony and peace. So this is the kingdom of heaven. This is the mission. It's not, it's so different from the mission of so many of our parishes right now. And that's why they're dying. But this is the mission. So what is the kingdom of heaven? I get excited when I hear about the kingdom of heaven because this is what I want to be a part of for all eternity. This is what I want to be in. It's what I want to be a member of forever and ever and ever. And there's only one alternative, and I certainly don't want to be a member of that kingdom. Jesus says in another place, the kingdom of heaven is within you. So it's like what I was saying, personal conversion Growth in holiness. What does that mean? It means growth in charity and kindness, patience and self-control. It means growth in the ability to see the dignity in others and uphold that dignity. Treat others with respect. Whether it be that we need to be more patient, that we need to be more forgiving. It might be that we need to be more pure and see the face of God in the other person as opposed to seeing an object to be used. So the kingdom of heaven is within us, and it's all about peace. This is a constant theme from our Blessed Mother and her apparitions. This is a constant theme in uh, just Jesus, especially after the resurrection. Peace be with you when he breathed the Spirit on them. Peace is not about we come up with good ideas to get countries to stop fighting. Rather, peace begins with me having peace in my heart. That comes through prayer and the forgiveness of my sins and me working on my stuff, my issues, my flaws. There's a growing peace in me and then I spread that to the people around me. And they see it and they want it too. It's contagious. Like I say, this is the message of Our Lady. She says, when people pray themselves, they'll have peace in their hearts. When people pray together, there will be peace among those people. It's why she tells us to form prayer groups. It's why she asks for the family rosary. And if the whole world could turn to prayer, there would be peace in the world. But at the very least, we need peace. This is the, you know, the basic building block of society and the church is the family. So prayer in the home leads to peace in the family, peace between husband and wife, peace between parents and children. So the kingdom of heaven is also about relationships. It's not about this physical place, whether it be a parish, whether it be a physical place that we call heaven. It's not about that per se. Although, yes, there are physical realities that we, where, 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 in which we gather, but it's about relationships. This is another thing we have to realize. It's not so much about accomplishments, although there are some things that we have to do. It's about relationship. 
It's about growing in relationship. It's about reaching out to others. It's about allowing ourselves to be reached. It's about assisting each other, encouraging each other through our faults into better things and into fully realizing that which God made us for. Each one of us unique, each one of us different, yet each one of us members of the body. Some of us are called to be the fingers, the toes, the eyes, the ears, the mouth. I think I'm called to be the mouth (laughs) to a large degree. We all have our different gifts, our different talents, and our different callings, our different inspirations. The kingdom of heaven means the conquering of the evil one, as I said. So as the apostles are going out, they're driving out demons. And there's so much more, and I do want to do more podcasts just to talk about that. You know, when we pray for a person to miraculously heal from an illness— There are those that believe that that would happen a whole lot more often if we did it more often. And I believe that too. But yeah, it's true. It doesn't always happen. We might get other graces from from our prayers because God always hears us and answers us. But when it comes to deliverance from evil, um, as long as we're doing it right, as long as we're following the rules, because the devil follows rules, believe it or not, uh, it should work every time. When there are spirits in a house... We can deliver that house from those spirits. One must be in the state of grace. One must be baptized. If we're not in a state of grace, okay, that's dangerous. Got to go to confession. Of course, the prayer of a priest is more powerful. I mean, a full-blown exorcism, okay, that has to be done by an exorcist, one who is trained and commissioned by his bishop or by a bishop himself. So yes, that would be against the rules for someone else to try an exorcism. But for a person to uh, request from God deliverance from evil spirits for people, the people that he or she loves, we should be doing this all the time. Now, sometimes it's not answered like some big all of a sudden miracle. Why? Because that person that we're praying for is still ingesting those demons, maybe through drugs, maybe through pornography, maybe through occult behavior. But deliverance prayers work all the time. We should be saying them all the time. We do say them when we say the Our Father. We should always use the name of Jesus when we do random deliverance prayers. We should especially invoke his precious blood and the intercession of Our Lady, St. Michael, St. Gabriel, St. Raphael, the archangels, our guardian angels, St. Joseph, terror of demons. So yes, deliverance prayers always work. We're here to conquer the world, first and foremost, our own hearts and the people around us for Jesus. Conquer the world, conquer the evil that is there, drive it out, and then keep the house clean, so to speak, using holy water, using ongoing growth in charity, reading of scripture out loud even, cleansing from evil using medals, St. Benedict medals, miraculous medals, rosaries, crucifixes, and praying more than anything else, being men and women of prayer. St. Paul says, pray always. We should constantly be referring everything we do back to the Lord. Why? Because it drives out the evil one. People are critical of, of those that pray too much, but let me ask you this. Are you critical of people that eat too much? 
well, yeah, where do we do that too? But I mean that people that just simply eat to live, well, you already ate yesterday. Why do you have to eat again today? Prayer is more important than eating. Are we critical of people, especially in this day and age with all the germophobia of people that wash their hands? Well, okay, the demons are getting in. We need to wash them out too. Uh, so it's conquest. The whole world can be conquered for Jesus Christ. And in many ways it has been, but we gain ground and we lose ground. And nowadays in this world, we've lost a lot of ground. If anybody's read the book or heard of the book, it's a new book by uh, Rabbi Khan. He's written a lot of great books. Um, he started with some books about 9-11, uh, The Harbinger, and then he wrote a book called The Shemitah. He wrote The Harbinger Part 2, and now he's written a book called The Return of the Gods. And it's God with a small g. He's talking about in this day and age, the ancient gods of the world, which are actually demons, are now returning. People are summoning them, and they're coming back, and they're taking over again as they did before the time of Christ, meaning Jesus has to come again. <laughs> Guess what? We need Jesus more than ever to get rid of these quote-unquote gods, the demons that are the big ones that ruled the world before Jesus came and drove them out in a big way, in a major way. So this is conquest. Jesus said to his apostles, announce, as you drive out those demons, announce that the kingdom of God has arrived. And we're still called to do that. We're still living. We, we, we have the opportunity to live in his kingdom. We have the opportunity to be filled with his grace. And that is his kingdom. So the kingdom of heaven, more than anything, is about Jesus. Jesus has come into the world, and now he's given us the means to continue being present physically through the Eucharist, spiritually through charity, through his word, through prayer, in so many different ways. Where two or more are gathered in my name, I am there with them. He continues to be present in the forgiveness of sins, big time. He continues to be present in man and wife and the sacrament of matrimony. He continues to be present there. There's lots and lots of grace given through the sacraments, the sacrament of holy orders for those ordained, the sacrament of matrimony for those married. Lots and lots of grace comes through that sacrament. And the unsung hero of the Catholic Church <laughs> is confirmation. So much grace comes through confirmation, yet nobody knows about it because it's a photo op. And that's all it is to 99% of Catholics, a photo op, which kills me. It makes me so upset. What a great sacrament where the fullness of the Holy Spirit has been given to us to conquer, to transform the world, to bring all those things I mentioned earlier, the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit, they are overflowing in abundance from confirmation. And yet, if you're one of those people, like the 99% that receive confirmation and then even the following Sunday, you don't go to church. Well, we went to church during the week. Okay, good luck. Okay, so you've just squandered all of it. You just dumped it all out. You gathered all this precious ointment, whatever, you know, St. Francis de Sales uses the analogy. Imagine you're gathering honey, you're gathering something very precious and you've filled up your vat and now you have to carry it very carefully. You got to hold on to those graces. 
But what do people do? They spill it out because they have no idea what they've been given. If you were given millions of dollars in gold, it would not be worth as much as the gift of the Holy Spirit that you're given in baptism. And then it's the receive the fullness and confirmation. So much grace is given in that sacrament for the salvation of the world. We could end all wars and even all natural disasters right now. If everybody confirmed, simply use the gifts of their confirmation. First, that means confessing your sins, mortal sins. It means going to church on Sunday. It means living in the spirit, being men and women of prayer. And we would be able to heal the sick, drive out demons, and settle disputes among nations. We'd we'd be able to do it all. We'd be able to reform everything. All this effort towards reforming parishes, reforming the church, reforming our country. If the kingdom of heaven lived inside you and me, it would happen. We wouldn't have to worry too much about it. So we thank the Lord for coming to earth, for spreading the kingdom of heaven among us and mostly inside us. We ask him that we may be his apostles, that first become filled with his spirit, that first have the kingdom living within us, and then we become agents of that kingdom, spreading that peace and that love and that joy to everyone around us. Hope everybody has a great day. God bless.